Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 88 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. Today, while looking through a bunch of information, I came across a map the USGS put out back in December 15th of last year. It was really interesting, and what they've done is they've gotten together and they've created what they call a corridor mapping team. And this corridor mapping team is looking at all the migration routes for all ungulates in the western United States. They've got a bunch of state agencies as well as tribal wildlife agencies together. So Arizona, California, Idaho, New Mexico, Utah, Washington, Wyoming, and the Navajo Nation. And they got them all together and they're inputting data into this map. And they're looking at the different migration corridors and how they are being impacted by the development and in ways that they can mitigate that impact in the future. And they've imported so far over 45 different migration routes for mule deer, white-tailed deer, pronghorn, and elk. And it's really fascinating. They have an interactive map that you can go in and take a look at and play around with in areas that you're interested. This latest um, map that they've put out, it's, it's really interesting because you can also go and look at seasonal ranges as well as their migrations. There's a total of 152 herds, and you can look at it and... It's really interesting to go and play with. They also provide a detailed summary written out, uh, like this one uh, in for the San Juan mule deer. Their migration starts in the spring around April 12th and goes through the 24th. And then they're in their summer range. And then their fall migration starts about October 26th and can go through November 22nd. Total number of days migrating on average for spring, 16 days, and in the fall, it's 14. The maximum distance that one animal would migrate is about 35 miles. The minimum is about 2 miles. And then what they do is they have low-use, medium-use, and high-use areas. And you can go and take this information if you're looking at ways to mitigate uh, the development of homes or putting in a new road, you can go and use this information to use and help plan overpasses and underpasses. And it's really, really interesting. For this sample, they even include the amount of animals that were collared. So for the San Juan, they've collared 139 adult mule deer, 16 males, 123 males, 23 males. 23 females, sorry. They get uh, approximate frequency locations about every two, about two times a day. They've been doing it from 2016 uh, until present, so it's continuing on. What's really interesting is the map is so detailed that they're providing. It's so interesting that you can zoom into these areas and be like, okay, we have a definite impact here. So you can go in this Bears Ears National Monument. There's Highway 211, 191, Highway 491. They all intersect intersect these high-use areas. And so if there are, when wildlife managers go in, as well as transportation department or people developing um, housing, 
they can look at this and they can say, okay, this would not be a good area for a housing development, or this highway is looks like it's impeding or it's a it's an impenetrable barrier for them, and they can go in and they can put in overpasses or underpasses, and it's just really neat that they're able to do these things. Uh, maps are these maps are also being if there's fences that are, are causing problems for a pronghorn they can go in and say okay this this fence along here it's too tall or it just seems to be the last fence the pronghorn are not willing to crawl under and they can go in and look at ways to mitigate what these fences are doing they're also using it for recreation planning as well as renewable energy products and the different housing things but it just shows how neat and once you get the right tools they've been collecting this information forever but they haven't had the right tools necessarily to fully understand and it's cool once they get the right tools they can bring it all together bring a bunch of different agencies together not only federal state tribal but there can bring in private groups as well and they can generate money and they can fund projects to help these animals i think it's pretty neat all right you guys have a great day stay wild